Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, November 9th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Most Americans oppose cash payments to illegal migrants. The U.S. opens its borders for legal people the first time in 20 months. Grocery prices continue to rise. A survey ranks the most dangerous places to live in the USA. Also ahead, kids and COVID. What is the true story? But first, a majority of voters opposing cash payments to illegal migrants. A survey from Trafalgar showing 67% think that is a bad idea to give foreign nationals big money. Just 19% back President Biden's opinion. More than half Americans think Mr. Biden should close the southern border entirely until the situation down there is brought under control. USA is opening ports of entry to international travelers who have credentials. Foreigners arriving at airports now in New York City, in Chicago, in Los Angeles, pretty much everywhere for the first time since February 2020. The borders were shut down by President Trump in the early days of the pandemic. Most in the corporate media call the move xenophobic and racist back then. To cope with demand, airlines like British Airways increasing the number of flights with larger planes. Shoppers ditching chicken and beef as the price of meat jumps in all 50 states. Buying a steak will cost you 40% more today than this time one year ago. Poultry up 15%, fish 10%, even fruits and vegetables 8% up across the board. Experts blame high prices on inflation, labor shortages, supply chain problems. To save a few bucks, Americans are avoiding the drive through and cooking more meals at home. U.S. News & World Report releasing its annual list of the most dangerous cities in America the towns are ranked by violent crime, police response time, drug addiction rates, and life expectancy. Worst places this year include Shreveport, Louisiana, St. Louis, Flint, Michigan, San Juan. But the most dangerous place is Memphis, Tennessee. The odds of being a victim of a violent crime there, one in a hundred. In a moment... Kids and COVID, the truth. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 
877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, kids and COVID. The FDA has approved a vaccine for the 28 million American kids ages 5 to 11. However, just 6% of all COVID cases are children between the ages of 5 and 11. 6%. According to the most recent Kaiser Family Foundation survey, only 27% of American parents with children that age say they would get their kids vaxxed right away. 27%. Why? Because right now, the flu is more dangerous to young children than COVID. As you may know, a federal court in Louisiana recently blocked President Biden's vaccination mandate for private business. The three-judge federal panel said, quote, because the petitions give cause to believe there are grave statutory and constitutional issues with the mandate, the mandate is hereby stayed pending further action by this court. Now, again, that's for adults, not kids. But there is no way the feds will ever mandate a vaccination for young children. However, San Francisco is going to try to have vaccine passports for kids as young as five. Why? Because that city is insane. But few other places will do it because it would destroy the politicians who mandate vaccine for children. Now, I have reported on my television program, you can see it on BillOReilly.com, that I am vaccinated and so are my kids ages 18 and 22. But there is no way I would support any child getting the COVID vax unless he or she were in the middle of a COVID epidemic at their school or someplace else. Why? A number of reasons. It's not needed right now. 6%, that's all. Some kids will be terrified by the experience. And parental rights are very important in this country. If you don't think that your child should get the vaccination because the numbers are so low, you have a perfect right to object. And you should not be overridden by Joe Biden or anybody else. Of course, the totalitarian left loves vax mandates for everybody, including children. The urchins must do what we, the radical leftists, say. And so must everyone else. But we all know that this vaccination for children ages 5 to 11 is not needed right now. And any intrusion by the federal, state, or local governments that counters that will be met with massive demonstrations. If Joe Biden is foolish enough to embrace vax for kids, he may be even impeached if the Republicans win the House next November. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com, where you can see me on TV. In a moment, something you might not know. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 31 years ago today, IRS agents raided six homes owned by country music legend Willie Nelson. They seized boxes of recordings, instruments, gold records. Nelson's crime? Not paying his taxes. Here is the story. Beginning in the late 1980s, the IRS began compiling evidence to prove the musician owed $30 million in back taxes. The feds then moved against Willie on November 9, 1990, taking $16 million in assets and private property right off the bat. At the time, Nelson's daughter smuggled his favorite guitar called Trigger from his Texas ranch and shipped it to Willie, who was hiding out in Hawaii. She told reporters her father had less than $30,000 in the bank. Said Nelson from his hideout, quote, as long as I've got trigger, I'll be fine. The country star ultimately negotiated a deal with the IRS. The government formed a unique revenue-sharing agreement with him. In 1991, Willie released his hit album, The IRS Tapes, Who Will Buy My Memories? Sales helped settle his debt with the government. Willie Nelson is not alone. Other famous folks have lost entire fortunes to the IRS. Actor Nicolas Cage was once one of the highest paid performers in the industry with a net worth of $150 bucks. He also racked up a boatload of debt, settling with the IRS for $6.3 million. Johnny Depp, the star lost $650 million over the last decade. It's unbelievable. The one-time A-lister currently owes, ready, $100 million. And here's something else you might not know. It isn't just actors and musicians who squander their money. Founding father Thomas Jefferson had financial troubles throughout his life. He lost a family fortune of about $100,000 back then, worth about $2 bucks today. Jefferson squandered it. He left nothing to his descendants. Said Thomas Jefferson before his death on July 4th, 1826, quote, I am miserable till I owe not a shilling. So Jefferson died miserable. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.